Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth, the show that teaches you how to build wealth through real estate. Our company, ProFunds Mortgages, has assisted real estate investors in achieving wealth for over two decades. Over the next 30 minutes, we're going to share some of our key strategies in real estate with you, right here on 30 Minutes to Wealth. Hi, I'm Carmen and this is Jordan. Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth the show that teaches you how to build wealth through real estate. Today, we're so excited to bring on two realtors that are gonna to talk to us about what's happening in the market today, as well as the lucrative possibilities when investing in commercial real estate. We're here with our guests, Simeon and Jacob. Guys, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, it's gonna be a very informative episode. We're gonna talk about investing in commercial real estate, which is very exciting. Um, to start, can you guys tell us a little bit about your background in real estate and uh, just a little bit about yourselves? Simeon Papa Ilias. <laughs> that was the biggest challenge of my life. <laughs> thank you for that. I think you did really well. Okay, thank you. Um, I've been in real estate for, for some time. I've been professionally involved uh, for just under 15 years. Uh, I was born and raised in an uh, entrepreneurial household. Uh, my parents owned restaurants, of all things, so like we're Greek or anything. But uh, <laughs> when they came to Canada, they got obviously into the business that uh, their friends and family were in, which was the hospitality business. And uh, we, my father uh, specifically always believed uh, in real estate, and so did his father before him. Wow. Uh, so uh, buying and selling real estate and relocating uh, was part of, is part of my life's fabric. So I'm no stranger to making moves uh, inside business or inside real estate. So that's kind of where I come from and how I ended up... Uh, really making a niche inside the commercial marketplace. Wonder, very cool. And Jacob, Jacob mm -hmm. Campanero. Jeez, that name sounds familiar. <laughs> sure Thanks, does. Mom. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure everyone knows from the last name. Uh, I am a Campanero. Yes, you um, are. You're my son. Yep. Yeah, I you know, grew up surrounded in, in real estate. Couldn't escape it, actually. I can attest to that. Um, <laughs> yes, thanks, guys. You're banging up on me now. Well, yeah, I actually went to university for, uh, for archaeology. Um, out of all things, and again, like I said, couldn't escape it. I think that's why so, I'm wearing a tweed coat. Exactly, it's my that's Indiana Jones exactly look, right? I need the hat. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, you know, and then um, came out of that realizing not much job market. Um, the natural progression for that was to go into real estate, having you know, being backed by such a powerful you know team, mm -hmm. right, and having all those connections. It was just naturally. That's that's the spot to go. Yeah, mm -hmm. and and you've joined the real estate center, yeah. which I think was a, a great move because mm -hmm. I think commercial, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. is a good industry yeah. to be in. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about the market a little bit first, and then we're going to get into how commercial uh, acquisitions work um, mm -hmm. and trying to keep it very mm -hmm. simple so our viewers can understand that buying a multi-residential property should not be intimidating. Should yeah. It shouldn't be intimidating at all. With the appropriate support and the appropriate understanding, commercial is actually a lot simpler than people think. Oh, yes. So the intimidation of commercial, I think, is what most people need to get over. And I think hopefully we can get that through today. For sure. I hope so. So let's start out with the market. You guys are in it every single day. You do residential and you do commercial. You do multi-residential. You do industrial. Um, and you're in the GTA and you, you service most of uh, southwestern Ontario, if not more. Um, but what's happening out there? Like, I know everybody's kind of sitting, looking and wondering, do I do this? Do I do that? Or I'm concerned that maybe, you know, I'm going to buy this now and I'm going to, the market's going to crash. And I certainly don't believe that. Uh, but I want your opinion. Like, what's happening? Because you guys firsthand know. So, so I think the, the biggest factors, like what's making headlines on a daily basis is the 
the, the huge spike in uh, the tech sector growth mm-hmm. uh, in Toronto specifically, mm-hmm. uh, in the surrounding areas as a whole. Um, we have made news now for the last two years. Like, I don't even want to talk about a recession. I'm not even going to acknowledge it uh, because that's just, it couldn't be further for the truth for southwestern Ontario. Mm-hmm. If yeah. you want to talk Canada or if you want to talk macro North American economics, I'm not qualified to have that conversation. Right, of course not. But yeah. if we're talking southwestern Ontario real estate and what impacts our day to day and our demand, right now I can tell you vacancy is sitting at 0.4 for Toronto proper. That's amazing. Less than 1% for the GTA, less than 2%. Now we're talking almost 8 million people. Like if you go Golden Horse, you know. like so yeah, outside of the GTA we're looking at about uh, about 1.4%. Right. Well, I know in Burlington um, right now, there's waiting lists for sure for people to move in, and there's reasons behind all of this, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But same with the rental market, yeah. Like in Toronto, no, I mean, as you said, uh, up, to, just... up to yesterday, Jordan, like Netflix is not coming to Toronto. Amazon made huge news with. I've been Bloomberg. reading about yeah. that. It's yeah. just so so, cool. so three days ago, Bloomberg put out an article saying that New York is being scrapped as a, as the next home for Amazon, Whoa. and they're considering Toronto, which is. They've been going back and forth for years. But the reality is that it's coming closer and closer. And it'll be a ripple effect. We're talking about thousands of jobs. Netflix, if they come here, they're going to take 250,000 square feet. That's a quarter million square feet for one tenant. Wow. That's 1,850 jobs reported minimum. Right. Mm -hmm. So all these people are going to be supporting the, the economy directly around it and the real estate market as a whole gets impacted. Mm-hmm. 1,850 jobs is 1,850 households. Yeah. It's, not, it's not husband and wife or family yeah. working in Netflix. Yeah. So now we're talking about 1,850 doors required on open day. Yeah. The supply keeps getting stressed Huge. and yeah. stressed and Huge. stressed. So. Well, it'll, be, it'll have a really good impact on um, the mobility hubs, right? So uh, anywhere there's a GO station in any city, uh, that goes directly mm-hmm. into Toronto. So yeah. Burlington has goes, yeah. and then yeah, and I have uh, I have my eyes on you know the Niagara corridor. Yes, right, huge. It's huge. You already see it in, in in Stony Creek. Yes, we're starting to see it in Grimsby. Yes, and it's just going to work its way out until it becomes one whole. Mm-hmm. You know, from St. Catharines to Hamilton. Yes, completely and, connected. And those areas, it's actually obtainable at this point, right? In Toronto downtown, buying, you know, a commercial property is virtually impossible. <laughs> So, yeah. uh, <laughs> right? Unless you have cash, virtually, virtually yeah. impossible. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, it's quite interesting. So, the market from a um, residential, multi-residential perspective, very hot. Well, well, I think what people need to realize is that if you're going to be investing in real estate, I don't care what strategy, it doesn't matter, whether it's commercial, residential, income properties, uh, investing via RSPs and REITs, unless you actually research, do your homework, take the time that you need to take to realize what strategy is best for you. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna be going into commercial, into multiplex, mm-hmm. and if you wanna buy a property in downtown Toronto today, as you said, it's virtually impossible. Mm-hmm. Because I was involved five years ago buying these properties when I saw the market indicators go a certain way. Right. And so were all my competitors, all the people who live and breathe these things are chasing the trends. Mm-hmm. So when you see a supply issue coming around the corner, I don't have to wait for that. With the time the headlines come out, it's over. Yes. 
It's over. The money's been made. You're going to be the guy buying it at retail today who's going to pad my pockets with millions. Mm -hmm. That's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. So, so for example, three years ago when the government was announcing and approved federally, provincially, and municipally uh, the GOAT train expansion into Niagara Falls, well, if if that fell on deaf ears for you, multiplex investing in tertiary markets is not for you. Yes. So if you bought an eightplex three years ago for five hundred thousand dollars, it's worth about nine hundred thousand dollars today, and it's going to be worth one point four million dollars in about five years from now. Should we be telling everybody this? Because there's going to be a flurry of <laughs> people flowing there. Yeah, absolutely. We so, want our, our, our viewers to so be I mean, successful. I mean, I know we're going to dive into these strategies, yes, but like from a market yeah. perspective, if anybody like if, if people, I hope we're not trying to convince people that the market is not is a bubble or it's not a bubble. Because if that's the discussion we're having, we're just missing the whole point. Oh, yeah, for the, sure. The, the greater Toronto market in Ontario have extremely solid fundamentals. Over 120,000 people per year come into southern Ontario. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They all need housing. The jobs are here. The income is here to support it. And we have stats from the biggest houses uh, in Ontario, like Urban Nation and Altus and all the sources that we deem credible. Mm-hmm. Well, guys, yeah. we have to go to break. And this this is such an amazing and exciting topic, and I can't wait to share it all. So we've got so much more to talk about, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. If you'd like more information about investing in real estate or have any questions or comments, check us out online at profunds.ca. While you're there, be sure to view our other episodes filled with great real estate knowledge. Jordan, this is Carmen. Welcome back to 30 Minutes to Wealth. We're here with our guests Simeon and Jacob. And we're talk- we've just had an awesome conversation about the market and everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And now we actually want to get into talking about commercial real estate investing. So guys, to start off, can you talk to us a little bit about what does it mean to invest in commercial real estate? Like what does, what does commercial entail? I think commercial in- investing entails many different asset classes, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, commercial real estate is... Uh, Square One Mall in Mississauga is commercial real estate. The Holiday Inn next to this wonderful building is commercial real estate. There's obviously office, retail, uh, hospitality. There's apartment buildings. Uh, All these are different classes, asset classes within commercial real estate. Um, I think that's, again, like going back to why people feel the way they do about investing in commercial is simply because... It's it's a big world. It's a huge word. It seems a bit daunting. It's right? daunting, mm-hmm. and uh, and people just uh, need to break it down and understand that there's many asset classes within it. Mm-hmm. There, are very many of them are very very attainable, very lucrative, and uh, once they bring those barriers down, I think uh, we can get a lot of people involved. Yes. So, which are yeah. the asset classes that you would consider to be more attainable in a commercial realm? Well, especially geared to the viewership of this show, which is. Uh, kind of people who are looking to get into real estate or people who have one or two properties and looking to grow. I think multiplex investing, small and medium apartment buildings, um, which is the first notch in commercial real estate. I think that would definitely be uh, the route to go. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think we can talk about that in great detail here today. And that just means that we're investing in any type of property, like even residential, that's over, Mm -hmm. that's five units and up, right? You're basically looking to leverage commercial financing. Yes. even if you're an experienced investor, let's say you have uh, five residential properties and you try to go get a mortgage, you're not going to get it. 
Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the biggest challenge today. It's the biggest challenge. So yeah. I'm not even referring to stress tests, etc. <laughs> even even as a as yeah. even if that wasn't there, forget that extra barrier at this point. Mm-hmm. But even as a regular investor, if you have four, five, six properties, income properties, all these mortgages are backed by your personal strength in getting leverage. One hundred percent. So the, the natural way to get uh, to break free of these ball and chains that are residential lending. And in mortgaging is to get into commercial uh, financing, which is backed by the actual income of the real estate. It has nothing to do with you. And I've been trying to stress this to people, like, you know, uh, the lending criteria is what it is. Okay, they've tightened up like you don't know. And, you know, 10 years ago, you could get 90, 95% financing on a single family home, a duplex, a triplex, fours. And you could go on something called stated Mm -hmm. income. Well, today, everything, it's so difficult. And I yeah, get over it. Yeah. And, and, and minimum wage used to be eight bucks an hour. Well, it's fifteen now. I'm so sorry. Yeah. yeah so, so get get used to it. Get like, used to it. It is what it is. It's the business environment. And yeah. and I think that this is an opportunity that people can still get into real estate. I I can get you, you and you a five million dollar mortgage way easier than I can get you a. $500,000 mm-hmm. mortgage. And we're, we're, we're seeing this too. I get more and more phone calls every day now. Um, you know, people saying, oh, I have, you know, I'm looking for commercial. I need, I need five doors plus. Yep. Um, because it's, it's just too difficult. Yeah, I, I can't, yeah. I can't get qualified. So what happens is on? with, with um, commercial lending, which ProFunds does quite a bit of, that's one yes, of our strengths. <laughs> and um, the banks look at the building's ability to service the debt. That's right. right. It's not you personally. So your income is irrelevant. If you have 500 properties, it's really, it's actually a positive. It's not yeah. going to hinder your ability to qualify. So you can get, as long as the building is able to service, and there's a formula for that. At 1.2, 1.2 or whatever the case is. Yes, are. there is a process for that. As long as you have good credit, which is important in, in multi-residential, you have mm-hmm. to have good credit, <laughs> and you have to have show that you have experience. You have to have a CV or a bio on yourself to show, you know what, I'm able to handle this building, um, and, and you know, the more, more units you have under one door, the better. That's right. Right? Yeah. So if you have five condos and you're managing all separately, if there's a vacancy, that building is suffering, you guys know that. That's, that's what yeah, you do, right? I think we can highlight a few things here today. I think we can talk about, A, uh, the benefits of investing in this route. I think mm-hmm. we can talk about the benefits from a, a tenant uh, screening and, and mm-hmm. how all that works. Mm-hmm. And I think that will take down some natural fears and, mm-hmm. and barriers that people set on themselves. Mm-hmm. Not because be it's difficult, but because it's just what people do. If they don't know something, they just shut it down. Mm-hmm. So sure. I think we can open their eyes to uh, to this wonderful world of multiplex. So I want to dive right into maybe like a case study of how we can break a building down for these people. And Absolutely. Yeah, talk to us. Talk to us about that. Talk to mm-hmm. us about the benefits of investing in a multiplex. And where to sure. invest. <laughs> where to invest. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I think we can do that. Um, I think we can start with where. Uh, and I think I can bring some live examples of, uh, I've, I've closed uh, on about 20 doors in the last year and a half uh, in the Niagara Corridor. Mm-hmm. Um, I live in Mississauga. Niagara. Yeah. So I live in Mississauga. I practice real estate in Toronto and my clients are all over the nation, but uh, the majority of them are in the GTA. Right. Uh, but uh, again, like we search for opportunities and we, we do our market research differently. Uh, and I think that's what sets us apart mm-hmm. uh, for us and our clients. Mm-hmm. Uh, we mm-hmm. look for uh, holes uh, and uh, and cracks in the marketplace that we can obviously uh, leverage to our advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the Niagara Corridor, when we saw those news, uh, 
a few years ago with the expansion of transit. Um, if anybody it's knows, it's not it. official. Like it's actually it's, in. It's they're opening. Like it's built. It's done. Oh, that's incredible. It's done. It's done. So within the next two and a half years, it's going to be in Niagara Falls, right beside the falls. Very cool. The mm -hmm. GO train. When when we made the decisions to buy all these stores, um, first and foremost, we we use the income of these properties to buy them. Right. We bought eight plexes and eighteen plexes for. Eighty to ninety thousand dollars a door. Right now, they're trading at one hundred and thirty, one hundred and forty a door. Yes. Um, so the the spread and the money to be made by simply forcing appreciation by by cleaning the units up, uh, re-renting them in market rents, etc. But I want to talk about the ease of renting them out. Yeah, I was just going to say you're yes. just bringing up a topic yeah, that yeah, because people are scared. Oh, it's going to be like I don't want to be a slumlord. I don't want to mm -hmm. have all these people. Like you hear all sorts of ignorant commentary. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and this what? is again. People's ignorance. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's a huge deterrent I hear a lot just being on the streets talking to people is, oh, I don't want to get into multi-res. I've heard horror stories. You yeah, know, yeah. the tenant doesn't pay his rent. The, the, like the comment you had the other day, mm -hmm. oh, I don't want a building full of people who are Ontario Works. Mm -hmm. You don't? I do. Yeah. <laughs> so wait a minute, you don't? Yeah. Yes, I do. So, but talking to people that have guaranteed income mm -hmm. because of age, disability, and or life circumstances, depending on the building, depending on many things, this is exactly who you want yeah. in your building. Uh, and if it's not, it's because you're building a different type of building, which again, you can go after whatever target market you want in a free market that we are. Mm -hmm. That's right. But but to go to go to screening because people are so intimidated by screening. Yeah, talk to us How about do you that. screen a tenant? Yeah. yeah. So, well, being an agent, being a real estate agent, um, I can break it down how I would do it, and mm -hmm. you know how I recommend everyone would do it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, number one, the things we need before we even consider a tenant: um, rental application, yeah, credit check, mm -hmm. yeah, so uh, employment letter. Check. You know, proof of income, mm -hmm. and these are these are my important factors, at least that I Do you use. Do verify their employment mm -hmm. and things like 100%. that. One hundred percent vigorous. Okay. I call every single employer. Wow. You know, I, I, on the main line, not the one provided. Yes, <laughs> yes. like we'll yeah. Google them. Yeah, like there's a that's truckload. Huge. Of, yeah, yeah, there's huge. Yeah. A, a truckload of fraud going because they're mm -hmm. they're competing against each other. Tenants are competing. There's no, there's when no vacancy have, when you have less. You know, less yeah. than one percent. Yes. Right, people are gonna. It's, it's desperate. Yeah, right? yeah. So. yeah. You've been doing some mm -hmm. leasing for us. Mm -hmm. um, I've always mm -hmm. taken it upon myself, and it's the first time I, I let a real estate yeah. company yeah. handle that for me. And I was actually surprised because um, I'm kind of a, a doer. I want to do everything. I can't do everything. I mean, I got to stick to what I'm good at and leave it to people that do it well. And I was so impressed with the process and how easy it was to actually make that happen yeah. for me. So my units get leased up. And I'm, I have good tenants, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And I'm not uh, rushing through it and making errors with people that might not. So you, you work yeah. with professionals to handle that. Side yeah, and you're and you're paying the same amount as if you were going to go with a property manager or, or you know. Exactly. You know. So what is the cost for you to lease a mm -hmm. unit for somebody? So for total is going to be about one month's rent. Okay. Right. That sounds, you know, that's pretty standard. It sounds pretty standard. very standard. And yeah. what we do is we actually give half a month out to anybody who would want to come and bring a client. Right. So other agents, right? Yes. We have uh, the the benefit of being on MLS, which is, in my opinion, I think the huge exposure, biggest, right? the biggest thing. You can do market blasts, you can do emails, you know, Kijiji. signage, Kijiji. Uh, mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, having that MLS listing yeah. is massive. 
right? There's, mm-hmm. there's. Uh, personally, I'm part of the Hamilton Burlington board mm-hmm. and the Toronto board, same as Simeon. Um, you know, we cover. They've just expanded, so we cover Niagara Falls to London mm-hmm. to Muskoka. Wow. And everywhere in between. Well, I think also what's changed, especially now we're talking a little bit more Toronto specific. Mm-hmm. In Toronto, when rental rentals are between twenty five hundred and thirty five hundred average now, anybody doing one hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year doesn't have a time to look for an apartment. That's right. They hire representation. When you hire representation, now you're already pre-screened. When this professional meets professional B, and he's talking about his client, he already has the credit report, the employment letters, mm-hmm. all the screening tools because each party is being represented. Business right. is done easier and more professionally, and we're seeing this across other markets that are competitive as well, and I'm talking even in Hamilton, for example, which is known to be a blue-collar city. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's why people should be looking at the, and guys, we're almost out of time, they should be looking at uh, multi-residential. We could talk about this all day. <laughs> oh my now. gosh, okay. we could be here for days. That's why I thought this so. topic, commercial lending, multi-residential, Mm-hmm. how important it is for our viewers to understand this, that they should be looking at that as an investment vehicle. And we should have a to-be-continued episode on this because I think it'd be very valuable for everybody. We'd be happy to do another one. Excellent. Mm-hmm. And you are providing a gift to our viewers, which is so grateful. It's, it's a book. It is and the it, book we wrote. Yes. Uh, and it's all about buying, selling, and investing in real estate. That's right. amazing. I'm sure our viewers are going to love that. Guys, if you are interested in obtaining a copy of the book all about real estate investing, you can go to 30minutes12.com and on there you can request a hard copy of the book and awesome. the team will send it to you. Yes, yes, for sure. And that's it. Our 30 minutes are up. Go create well.